Happy Memorial Day, everyone, and welcome to a double episode or a swap cast between myself. Uh, This is the What Was I Thinking and the Wasteline podcast. Now, you might be thinking, Lee, I didn't know you had another podcast. Or, Lee, why are these podcasts? Usually, it's like the four questions for uh, Passover. Why, on most nights... Do we either sit down, eat sitting down, or uh, reclining? And but tonight we eat only reclining. Uh, this week is why do most weeks we have two separate podcasts? But this week we're doing a swap cast. Um, I'll get to that in one second. Um, it, but I do want to quickly say Happy Memorial Day to everyone out there, especially the uh, current uh, military members the veterans who are out there, and their families. A big shout-out to all the families who have um, family members or loved ones uh, either abroad or, you know, I I think a lot of times current soldiers who might not be abroad but are are still in uh, in the States. I just wanted to say I appreciate it Uh, a lot. I have family members who... uh, have been in all of the branches, not the Marines. I don't. I don't know. I don't think any site has ever been a Marine. Um, my my grandfather, um, he a lot braver than I was, but I'm almost positive he was in the band. And uh, I have two cousins, one who is still currently in the Air Force and one who is retired. Um, but I am a soft, soft baby man, and um, and would die immediately not even like die like in battle i would be private pile um immediately in any any like immediately i wouldn't make it through i don't have hair but i would not make it through the shaving of the head when you get to basic training that would be i would quit immediately so thank you to everyone who is much much braver than i am uh for allowing me to sit on my butt and do basically nothing um the freedom to to be uh, a chubby jewish uh person i don't know i i want to say a thank you thank you what i wanted to say the reason why this week i'm doing two episodes uh two podcasts in one uh are there's a few reasons one reason is i i really do feel like this uh conversation you're about to hear is incredibly uh special it it um it really helped me it i whether you have to lose weight or not i i think that you can benefit from hearing it i hope you can um it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with my guest alex um and i also i'm doing it as an announcement i i made a mistake i think um, I had an amazing time. For those of you who listen to The Wasteline who don't know, uh, I, for a long time, for almost a decade, was the co-host of a podcast called The Church of What's Happening Now, and I had an amazing time on it, but I did some uh, unique things. There was a lot of, of, of uh, R-rated humor, there was a lot of marijuana consumption, and... Now that I uh, that show is no longer happening, I when I created the waistline, I want it to be uh, for everyone. I don't want people who might be scared off by the marijuana use I used to do or the jokes to get uh, nervous about it. But I also love and uh, cherish my time on the church and wanted to have a vehicle for those people. So I I had. Uh, the What Was I Thinking podcast that started first and then The Wasteland started after it. And I started a separate YouTube page for The Wasteline. And I think that was a mistake. Uh, it goes against every piece of advice I give to anyone who I consult with. Um, and I, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm learning how, how, how stupid I am on an hourly basis. So I have made the decision for everyone who has been faithfully listening and watching to the waistline. If you've been, if you're listening, nothing is going to change at all. Um, if you have been watching this episode and all 
past and future episodes will now live on this YouTube page, the Lee Syatt YouTube page. And I'll be moving over by, by, the, by the time you see this. All past episodes will have already been moved over. And um, I just... I want to thank everyone who has watched. And if this is your first Wasteline episode that you're watching or listening to, um, I am a completely uh, 100% ripping off Loveline. And what I'm trying to do is the, the, there are a lot of podcasts out there that give um, dieting or, or eating and workout advice. And there is some of that. Um, I, I've had a dietitian on. The Waistline, which you can now see on this channel. Uh, I've had a doctor on, what was I thinking? And I, what I, what I, my goal with The Waistline is to shine a light on people who are trying to lose, have lost, or want to lose weight, and do it in a way that just sort of tells their story. I uh, appreciate everyone who has ever loved me and cared about me enough to, to ask me to lose weight or tell me that I need to lose weight. Um, but I something that I think is uh, an issue, at least for me and, and for some people, um, it works. But I believe that everyone who needs to lose weight knows they need to lose weight. And the uh, disconnect or... The issue is, for some reason, mentally or physically, they are unable to do, or unable or unwilling to do it. Um, and some people can be very happy, heavy. Uh, there's no, I don't. If you if you're 600 pounds and you love it, that's great. I did not enjoy being 336 pounds. I enjoyed eating, um, and but even honestly, towards the end, um, I I didn't really enjoy that as much. But I. I don't think I'm ever going to be someone who gives eating tips to people. I think I'm going... I, I like uh, showing what I'm doing. I like showing what works for other people to give people the ability to make their own decisions and, and try other things out that work for them. Uh, and, and And because what works for me... Won't work for everyone. For those of you who don't, who haven't listened, I'm doing a form of intermittent fasting called OMAD, and that stands for one meal a day, and that scares a lot of people. I completely understand that. I know that I probably will have to eat more than one meal a day at some point in my life, um, but the reason why it works for me, and I'm down, and for everyone who's listening from the waistline announcement, I'm down uh, 84 pounds as of last week, so... I will update you guys next week on what to, uh, tomorrow's weigh-in will be or will have been, but I it works for me for now. And the reason why I'm doing this is not I know there are benefits to intermittent fasting, and I would love to talk to someone about those on here. Um, but the main reason is because all I'm really doing is counting calories, and for me. The ability to put all those calories in one meal is, has been very helpful um, because I don't really feel like I'm depriving myself at all. But I, there are the, the thing that I'm I've learned throughout this uh, process of doing the Wasteland podcast is how mental of an issue uh, weight gain and weight loss is, and. The, my guest today reached out, and his name is Alex Rowe, R-O-W-E, and you can find him at Mind Coach Alexander, right? Yeah, Mind Coach Alexander on Instagram. He also has an email, eight, a, I'm sorry, A as in Apple, H as in Harry, R as in Rabbit. <laughs> See, it took me that long to figure out a word with R. That's embarrassing. A-H-R-MindCoach at gmail.com. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is Alex is a sports and exercise psychologist. And you will hear me mess that up right at the beginning. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. But the reason why I'm sharing this with you 
is I had Alex take me through a session with him, uh, a sports and exercise psychologist, and Alex started his career mo- mainly with helping professional or um, very good athletes, uh, either with psychological issues with uh, their own performance or how to improve their performance or or, or, or their, their diet plans. Um, but he comes at it from the, the mental health psychology point of view. And the, the session that we had was amazing. I, to be honest, I did therapy for, I think close to two years and everything that we, that we talked about is simple. And I, and this is something that I learned in regular therapy. Um, A lot of the issue I think that I have is keeping things inside and not verbalizing them. And they they seem worse than they are. The same thing, Alex didn't, um, there's nothing in what he said that is a secret or uh, is unknown. I guess the secret would have been fine. I could have just stopped there. I don't know why I continued. But what he did that has so greatly impacted me, and the reason why I'm sharing it with you, is having someone to validate how you're feeling, to, to, to for me to tell him why I got to where I got to, what my issues are, was very freeing and felt great. And... um. I think it's important whether your issue is food or not or what who knows maybe you're perfect maybe you don't have any issues I have tons of them I could do actually the reason the reason uh, another reason why I'm sharing this is I actually had nothing bad I I'm I'm nothing crazy I don't I'm not um I'm not uh I guess I am ill, I guess, who knows, I, I, any sort of mental illness is ill, but I had a bad week last week, uh, I had a few days where I was down in the dumps, and I was going to release an episode about everything that depressed me, to be honest, and I probably, I am, I am working on that episode, but I'm glad I didn't, I, uh, I, I, it wouldn't have been the right time to do it, because when, when I'm having those down days or down weeks, uh, I tend to hyper focus on them, and it would have come off not well. I I think I think it would have been very depressing to listen to, but I the talk I had with Alex really helped me come out of that, and because when I get in in that way in that mental health issue, um. My first instinct is to give up. My first instinct is to just, you're never going to lose weight. Just go get the food or you're, 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 you're never going to make uh, the, these podcasts successful or consulting successful or anything, whatever it is, anything successful. You should just go uh, work at CVS again. And no, no, I worked at CVS for years. There's no disrespect to anyone who's working at CVS. But my first instinct when things are not going well is to give up and just say the world is terrible and and um you're terrible I'm to not you are I am terrible and I don't deserve anything good to happen and the the talk I had with Alex as short as it was it wasn't it's not crazy short I think it's like 35 to 45 minutes um really took me out of it and really gave me um a positive mindset and in a way I I uh I uh, like a game plan of how to improve. And I can't thank Alex enough. Again, his name is Alex Rowe. Please check out his Instagram. It is Mind Coach Alexander. Um, it really honestly was very special to me, and I hope you enjoy it. I do want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor this week. Our sponsor this week, right before we start the episode, is Manscaped. 
And Father's Day is right around the corner, everybody. You probably need a gift for your dad. And if your dad is anything like me or my dad, we're, we're a hairy bunch, the men. We're hairy, and we need to get it off for everyone who loves us. And what you should use for that is Manscaped. Manscaped came out with the Lawnmower 4.0. It's a brand-new product. has wireless charging. It's waterproof. It has a light. It locks. I think if you tap it three times, it's a there's a genie inside who answers all of your wishes. Probably not. But what's worth a shot? Um, but... Uh, it's a great product. They have so many great products because you or your dad or some man in your life is hairy and stinky and no one no one wants to be fat and no one wants to be hairy and stinky. Um, it's about to be loving season, so let's get your dad and yourself father and son ball shavers. Who doesn't like that? You're, you want your balls in your dad's balls to match and look great because you can't have gross hairy stinky balls if your dad's walking around with a brand new uh shiny pair of them so get get both of you get all four of your balls some great new products go to manscaped.com and you're gonna get 20 percent off plus free shipping when you use code syatt s-y-a-t-t that's code syatt uh, you get 20% off and free shipping. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls this year. Show your original home some love with Manscaped. So thank you very much to Manscaped. And I am so honored and so happy to introduce you to the lovely, talented, and amazing Mr. Alex Rowe. I'm sorry. Yeah. I almost said Alex. His, his Instagram is mine, Coach Alexander, but I know him as Alex. Mr. Alex Rowe, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, uh, Alex, for, for coming on. It's uh, I, I, I like talking to experts because I know absolutely nothing about this world and, 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 yeah. and, and exercise and, and losing weight. So uh, I apologize in advance for all the stupid questions I'm about to ask you. No, no, fire away. I'll be more than happy. So, so you're um, an exercise physiologist. Is that correct? Is that the no, right term? I'm a, no, I'm a sports and exercise psychologist. Psychologist. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, tell me, what is what does the sports and exercise psychologist do? Um, a couple of things. So, part of my work is I work with athletes, um, help them and helping them handle stressful situations, anxiety. Uh, motivation, things like that. Also helping them set goals is a key thing. Um, so I work with a, I've worked with a couple of professional golfers in the past um, and a soccer player in the UK as well. Um, and another part of my business is helping kind of the everyday, everyday person um, in the same things. Things that apply to athletes also apply to, to an everyday person um, in terms of building a framework building some foundations that they can move their life in the right direction with. Um, so, yeah, I've got to, there's two kind of areas to, to what I do. Okay. So how much, like, do you deal, is it like 50-50 or do you deal with a lot of, a lot of mostly normal people like me or do you focus mainly on athletes? Um, it, I used to focus more on, more on athletes, but the, the way things have shifted is I'm helping more and more day-to-day people like me and you um which is good i i actually enjoy it you can see some kind of tangible changes in people um over time right. whereas with athletes it's a little you know they're looking to gain 0.1 percent they're looking to run faster hit the ball a little bit further score one extra touchdown a year whatever they're trying to do um right with, with real people um athletes are real people too but everyday people you can really see the growth quickly which is great uh, so are you because because i i had a, a dietitian on and he, mm-hmm. he sets up like the meal plans what what is like an for like an average client like if i came to you what would a session or like our like or like I know each session might differ, but like, what would be the goal of working with me? 
The first thing we would do in the very, very first session is do something called a needs analysis. So it's kind of a psychological psycho babble term which basically means we're going to look into what your strengths and weaknesses are from there once we understand what the strengths and strengths and weaknesses are we can make a tailored plan specifically for you um because it's my belief kind of firm belief that in psychology there's no one size fits all solution to someone um picking up a, a self-help book from the local library might help you but it might not be the same for your best friend Right. Because, yeah, because we're in, we're individuals. We have whole host of differences in our genetics, all the way through to how we were brought up. Um, the goals and values we have are all different. So what I would do is go through something called the needs analysis, which means we'll go through sort of eight different psychological concepts based on what you're trying to achieve, and then we would find out. Eight, like maybe grade yourself there between one and 10. I'd, I'd help in that process. But then we'll, se we'll select the ones that are really needed in order to make the change that you want to make. Okay. So are you, because when I hear psychologist, I know, because I've been to a therapist. Yes. Who was just like, you know, we're talking. I've been, I went to, I, I went to one psychologist once and I, 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 tried medication for about a week mm -mm. and my eyes got really puffy and I, I had, I couldn't, uh, <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. uh, perform, uh, with any of my uh, female friends. I'll put okay. it, that, I'll put it that All way. Right. Okay. And I, okay. and I, I decided that, <laughs> that, uh, my, a little bit of, a, that it just, it was making my life worse. And I just, I, I could have tried other medication, but the, mm. the guy told me that, uh, I just didn't go to a good guy. The guy was kind of, a a little bit of a jerk and then he was like oh well all the medications make you puffy and, <laughs> and your libido goes away so I was like well looks like i'll just be sad for a little bit um so do you prescribe medicine or no, is it absolutely not this is purely a psychological side of things there's no psychopharmacy there is i am not a clinical psychologist so usually it's clinical psychologists who have the power to offer out medication and things like that so everything that I'm about is the is purely the mindset um, side of things. Okay, and 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 so you don't do you have like dietitians that, or or nutritionists that you work with, or is that also part of what you do? No, um, so I'm not a trained not trained in nutrition. Um, I have a background in sports science. I know a bit of nutrition. I know a bit of phys physiology. But my specification is psychology. So if somebody needs a, a, a registered dietitian, a nutritionist, if somebody has a psychological need that is outside of my scope, um, I will pass them on to a registered psychotherapist or psychologist to deal with that. Um, my, side of, my side of things is more about, as I said before, building a framework from which you can move forward in. Um, that's that's where that's where I work. That's the scope of area for me. Okay, and how do you? Because it's funny that you brought up like self help books. That stuff, like, and and this isn't uh, a knock on them at all. Mm -hmm. But I know that there's like David Goggins, there's Jocko Wilnick, there's a lot yeah. of people who have that like get up and go motivation mm. sort of thing. And for whatever reason, that does not click with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I would say. And I, I, I love Jocko stuff. I listen to his podcast and read his books and everything. I think he's fantastic. Um, what I mean, the basics of what both of those guys are teaching about discipline, about taking care of your body, taking care of your nutrition, about being determined, overcoming things, they're all things that everybody can relate to. But sometimes these really high-performance individuals, if you're trying to judge yourself next to them, it's, it's, an unreal, it's unrealistic. Um, what we, what you really need to do at the start of the process that you're going on is make sure that you're grounded with the right principles. And then over time, if you get to that stage where you can run ultra marathons, right. like you can get up at 3.30 a.m. and lift weights for an hour, you might get there eventually. You might not even want to get there. Um, so finding the right sort of role model is is important. The hardest thing that a lot of people find is they look on Instagram and they find these guys um, lifting crazy amounts of weights or running up mountains every day. Don't judge yourself next to them. 
judge yourself against you against what you were yesterday. Right. No, that, if that, that makes any sense. That makes a, a lot of sense. And how um, how long do you normally see a client for? Is it an ongoing thing for years? Do you see them for a couple months? Like, mm. what does that look like? It, it differs from client to client. Some clients like to touch base weekly. Some clients like to touch, pay, to touch base monthly. As people generally start to see the growth and change that they want in, in, their, in the life, I'll probably speak to them less frequently, which is not a problem. <laughs> right. You know, it means that I've, I've kind of... I'm you're do, you're too job. good at your job, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I init- what I initially do is schedule four sessions to, to be done over two months. Um, okay. So we'll we'll check in every couple of weeks. Um, okay. See how things are going. See what problems you're having. What challenges you're facing. Um, you know whatever it is we're trying to do. Um, just testing on the progress and, and then advancing stage by stage. Giving a little bit more difficult. Adding a little bit more discipline here. Taking away something else here, and that's how we move it along. Okay. And then uh, I know you're in Canada, so it might mm-hmm. be a little bit different for you. Yeah, but to your knowledge, in America, is is someone visiting with someone like you covered by insurance or no? Um, in Canada, it can be depending on who you work for. I'm I'm strongly believe that if you get find somebody who's registered in the states, it will be covered by your insurance. So, a lot of businesses, including the benefits package, therapist, um, and ther- therapy. So it depends. I mean, it differs depending on what which benefits package you have, what insurance you have. But right, of course, a lot okay. of the time, somebody registered, somebody who's got the necessary degrees and certifications. That yeah, that will be should be covered by your insurance. Yeah. Okay. So and, and I I'm I can take this out if you don't want to do it, and I apologize <laughs> for putting you on the spot. Yeah. But I'm just I'm interested in this. Would you mind doing like a, an abbreviated, like pretend like I'm one of your patients for like a first meeting, or is that something that you, because you're you're a doctor, you can't really do? I'm not a doctor, so a professional, you're a, a, a yeah. mental health professional. Um, yeah, I mean, we could do a bit, we could do a basic one. I'd be open to doing that. The, right, I'm, would, I'm just trying to show what it looks like for for most people. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd be I'd be willing to do it if you're willing to kind of put yourself out there, which I'm, I'm oh, sure you are. That, yeah, that's 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 <laughs> why that's why I'm here. So yeah, and and again, I'm not looking for an hour of your time, and and yeah. uh, and we'll just a, a very abbreviated like show what maybe like to expect for a first okay. visit might be. All right, so I guess I mean the first thing we do is I try to get to know who you are first. Okay. Um. So, I mean, Lee, obviously I've seen you on. The previous podcast with with Joey and everything. Right. Tell me tell me a little bit about where you are now in your life. Um, what changes you you're looking to make? How we can take you forward? What next steps you want to make? What are your goals? Can you give me a little bit of an overview? Are are uh, are you looking for just um, physical, or do you want me to go into no. like professional but stuff too? Everything. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Perfect. So yeah, as you said. Uh, for about uh, nine years, I was living in LA, and I was uh, the co-host of another podcast, and mm-hmm. that ended mm-hmm. uh, last August. Um, and so, professionally, I'm doing I'm doing fine, and, and there's nothing. Um, I am. It, it's funny that that we're we're having this. I just I literally just talked to uh, to Joey like three minutes before you came. <laughs> he he was awesome. reading me the riot act about about uh, you know. Uh, just, just wor- working smarter and, and 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 changing a few things. I like I like both of the podcasts that I'm doing. Um, okay. I need to find a way to be a little bit more disciplined with the promotion I'm doing. I'm doing the waistline every week, and I I love doing it. But the uh, I'm finding it a lot harder to to grow um this podcast just because not everyone has like a, a a weight loss uh interest so that mm-hmm. that's that's something um as far as uh the the health aspect i i've been mm-hmm. big for my entire life i've gained and lost weight a million times mm-hmm. um 
I've just done, uh, like this week was six, I guess, was it six months? Yeah, I guess, uh, like this week or next week is going to be six months of, of losing weight. I've really only been doing it with, uh, intermittent fasting Uh and very minimal workouts. I do two walks a week and two times a week. I do a hundred kettlebell swings and, and that's really it. Um, and then I'm really just, uh, counting calories and i i'm doing a, a form of intermittent fasting called omad which means one meal a day and it it's uh i'm, I'm down 84 pounds so far so it's right. it's the the weight loss is is going well it's it's uh, as as i've learned it, it was a lot more at the beginning and now most weeks it's somewhere between two to three and a half pounds a week which is is okay. still pretty good but i um I have probably at least another hundred pounds I want to lose, a hundred and five pounds. If mm-hmm. I could get, if I could get, I'm I'm two fifty two at the moment. Um, so I would like to get to one fifty. Okay. Um, and I need, I the uh, something I struggle with a lot is that's the reason why I failed before is I don't like. Uh, I was just talking about this with an, uh, someone on, on the podcast earlier today. Mm-hmm. The fat shaming thing, or like you got to work out, you got to eat right. Like it, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I, I'm I'm um, I'm a little bit stubborn or very stubborn, and I'm I, I'm I, I'm a, I'm a 12 year old in a 32 year old body that I just for whatever reason I push against that. And when people okay. say, even though I need to do it, I I don't like when people tell me. So mm-hmm. I. I like fight back and like this, like before I'm not going to go to McDonald's now, but before when people would tell me, Oh, you got to lose weight or, or work out, I would actively not do it. So okay. I'm, I'm, I, I need to, uh, to change that. Okay. Can, can I just take you back to, to, I guess the most important thing, why are you wanting to lose weight? Um, because that's a guy that's a, it's a simple but hard question. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to lose weight to look better. Um, f- I I've been single for th- uh, three or so years, and there there's a there's plenty of heavy people who who get girlfriends, but I I've always mm-hmm. had uh, struggles with like uh, confidence and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that would help a little bit. And uh, it's not that I. I struggle. I, I want to be healthier, and I want to. I want to live uh, a longer life, but it, it's it's a lot of vanity, to be honest. I don't like the way I look in pictures. I don't like that I can't fit in the clothes. I don't like the dating thing is a big thing. So living longer would be a plus, but the main motivation is just looking looking better. I think, as, as terrible as that sounds. It doesn't sound terrible. It's a realistic part of life. So anybody that tells you that that vanity is it's not the reason that most people lose weight it probably is um but what i'm hearing and you can tell me if you're wrong or not is the looking better the confidence the vanity side of things it's all about improving your life you want to find a way to to make your life better both now and in the long term um, what a lot the trap a lot of people fall into when they try to lose weight is they go on these things called we call it yo-yo dieting yeah oh wow 100% I've yeah. done that a million um, times yeah uh, you're not the only one millions of people every year go through it um, I'll give you for example a good friend of mine um, went on vacation a couple of years ago before COVID in Europe he wanted to look good for the vacation. He went through a juice dieting plan with a, <laughs> I've big, done that. Com- a big company that's in the US, um, the same, that same brand, juice dieting. He lost a ton of weight, looked great during the vacation. He is now heavier than he ever was. And all of the science shows us that people who go through these yo-yo and crash diets gain more weight in the long term than they do than they would do. Um, so it's I guess what I'm trying to say to you is it's a boring answer, but the truth, truthful answer is to do it the way you're doing now, slowly losing weight, a couple of pounds a week, a month, however you do it. Because what we need to do is build up your foundations. So um, a, a good way to explain it is in Japan, 
they have earthquakes all the time, as you're probably aware. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most active countries in the world for the tectonic plates. Earthquakes all the time, but they still have these amazing high-rise skyscraper buildings in places like Tokyo. So the way they're able to keep those buildings upright and not in half on the floor is that they build really solid, deep foundations. Okay. So that, so that if an, an event comes in the future that could kind of throw you out on the, of the place that you're in, uh, maybe... It could be a good thing. Maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's um, a stressful event, something that causes you pain. We need to build these foundations deep and solid so that if that event comes, it's not going to knock you off the path that you're on to get into the place you want to get. So there's a couple of things where I would probably look to go through with you if, if I was consulting with you. And the first one's your education around nutrition, uh, cooking, um, around physical exercise, are you are you a good chef? Do you like cook? Do you enjoy cooking? I do. I I, I have cooked the majority of my meals for the six mm. months. I do make at home. The okay, the reason why I uh, hesitate with that is I I like cooking, but it needs to be easy for me, mm-hmm. uh, and I also hate cleaning. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. exactly the same. I hate cleaning, and I, I'm living with my mom right now. And she, uh, as much as I hate cleaning, she hates dirtiness a lot more. So I, I do like, like I'm, I'm like, I'm limited to like one pan right now. I do like my uh, before I weigh in on Tuesday. So every mm-hmm. Monday I make uh, uh, some tuna with some light mayo and some seasoning, and then I eat it with chips. Um, so because so I it's like very like no that that one's no cooking so I I do like cooking but I'm not uh like I'm, I don't I'm not like a chef where I have like a mise en place and everything all around I I, I yeah. if, if if I can put it in the oven and just bake it and it's done that's or uh, like a simple okay. sear on both sides that's pretty much what I stick to okay um so I mean one thing immediately I would probably look look to ask I encourage you towards is taking some cooking classes online, looking through some chef stuff on YouTube. So you're making like delicious food that is easy, simple, quick, nutritious. It's a, it sounds like a basic that every, like common sense kind of ingredient, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, so many people like fail to do this. They'll, they'll start when they're going through a diet, they'll be making food that tastes like wallpaper paste. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had that many times. Yeah. It tastes and looks like it. And who's going to want to keep up a, a diet when you're eating wallpaper paste day, day after right. day, day after day. So in, I would be encouraging you to look to find ways that you can make either cooking enjoyable, fast, easy, clean, nutritious. There's so much help out there on the internet, so many online classes, even if it's just YouTube. So really educate yourself around the ingredients that you're using in your food, um, how you're cooking it, how you're preparing it, what it means in terms of your calories and things like that. That'd be the first thing I'd look to do. The second thing that I guess, you know, when we had a, you gave me a kind of a brief overview is the sort of physical fitness side of things. And what do you enjoy doing like exercise wise? Very little. I, I don't enjoy almost any of it. I, um, I did care. I, the, the best shape I ever got into was at a kettlebell gym. Okay. I did the three days a week and I had a full set in LA. I only have one right now cause I just couldn't fit them all in my car. Um, <laughs> but I have one that I've been using that I do the swings with yep. the, the problem. Cause, and I, I even spoke to somebody while I was at that gym before it unfortunately closed. The gym was kind of expensive. It was like a hundred bucks a month. And they said, oh, well, you have this set. Why don't you just do that at home? And I just, I just, and I knew myself and I said it back then is I just, I need someone. The, the I, I've had a Patreon uh, for about six months, uh, five or six months. And I do uh, four live workouts on Zoom a week. And I do it because if I didn't do the Zoom and I didn't have people who would be like, hey, Lee, where are you? Um I wouldn't do the workout, so yeah. I I kind of like bike riding. But I, to be honest, after seeing Segura break his his leg and arm, um, I'm a little bit worried that I would do the same thing. So I 
I to be honest, just a, a very simple answer. I don't like doing. I don't like doing much. I'm not. I'm not okay. good at it, and I. I. It really. That's a big struggle I've always had. Okay. Where Where are you living at the moment, Lee? Uh, I'm living uh, outside of Boston with my mom. Boston. All right. So the weather's getting a little bit better there now. If things clean. Oh yeah, I know. I can. I can go yeah. outside. Yeah. Okay. So look, I think what I'm, what I'm getting from that is that if it's let, if you're left to your own own devices, you're probably not going to exercise as much as you. You should. Oh, um, if, I, if I if left to my own devices, I would not do anything. I would right, be like okay. Wally and just float around in those chairs. So it, it's imperative for you that you build some kind of community around whatever exercise you want to do, or you, right. do, or you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get some kind of peers that are going to support you through the process, um, some if they're friends, if they're people who listen to the podcast, they're going through the same thing. Um, that's going to be really helpful to you because you're going to push each other along the journey. Um, you know, personal trainers are not for everyone. Um, they do help most people. Though. The reason being is going to teach you how to do the different exercise that you're doing correctly. Right. Another big thing that stops people on the journeys is that they start to get injured. They start to get tired. They start to build up these small aches and pains because they're not doing things properly. Um, so, so even if it's just going to a gym and booking a couple of personal trainer sessions, just so you're getting educated on how to do the different exercises properly, how to stagger and build up over time, little by little and building this base of kind of physical um, literacy, physical literacy up. Um, this is really important. But I think the key for you is going to be trying a lot of different things seeing what excites you you never know sometimes where you just try something you're like well i love that that was that was great right yeah maybe it's a pickup basketball class with some friends but i saw i saw segura's injury so maybe right yeah no even without segura's injury but i'm a i'm a short jewish uh chubby guy the the basket i I look like a basketball but shooting basketball is not gonna well i'm a short short english guy so i'm sure you're better than me anyway no i i almost guarantee that i'm not i don't i don't know if i've made a single basket in my entire life so I would, but but point point taken. I'll, I'm I'm sure there is something that I I will enjoy. Have a, have a look around the area. See if there's some something that you you. And it's just having the bravery to go take the step and turn up on the day. See if you like it or not. Whether it's a walking club, whether it's you know some. You know, Joey started jujitsu. I'm sure when he started jujitsu, he was like, "What am I doing here?" You know, right. Oh, I, I I tried that. I, I yeah. There has to be something that I like. I, the jujitsu I tried and I, I couldn't. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't like being all, with, all, with all a bunch of those sweaty guys <laughs> on me. And I wrestled, but it just I I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't. And the the, the part it, and it goes back. There's something. Uh, I I was gonna I was gonna not say it, but I'll just say what my thought was. There's something wrong with me mentally because the the thing that got me with jujitsu was honestly the um the warm up and 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 I couldn't I didn't I couldn't do it like I would get so winded I they would have you roll over your front and back of like forwards and backwards to roll over your neck and I yeah. couldn't I couldn't do it I hated it and it was uh so I I need to find some that's why and and the kettlebell and I think you're right about the community the thing that I loved about the kettlebells is a it was quick and b I really enjoyed the time I had with the people in the class. Yeah, um, a lot, and and it was. Uh, I think I think you're right, I, and I I know stuff is starting to open up out here, so I need to find something that these that I can do yeah, with people I mean, again. Your your local gyms, your local sports centers are going to have these kind of programs. You know, now that it's opening up a bit, and you know there might be opportunity to do these things outside. And make sure you just go in at the right level for you. You know, you're saying that when you're doing the warm up at the at the jujitsu gym, you know, rolling around on your neck. Yeah, if you, if you're not exercising a lot, that's that'll freak anyone out. It, it's right, gonna yeah. you. it's gonna wind you. Um so you need to find somewhere that's got a good coach in whatever they're doing that's gonna bring you along slowly. And um, this is not about a sprint, this is about a marathon. Um as scary as that might sound, um, right? I, I don't like either of those things. But, <laughs> but so what? Yeah, what I'm trying to say is, is not this isn't a quick. It's not a quick fix, right? 
it's not a quick fix. If you're going in for it for a quick fix, it's not going to last. No. But the foundations that we talked about, like those buildings in Japan, as soon as something bad happens in your life, it's going to all come crumbling down again. Um, so let so find a community exercise program or something along those lines, even if it's an online community where you're posting times for, for a walk around your local neighborhood. Um, there's all kinds of apps now that where you've got this kind of thing. This is, that's what's going to be important to you. For other people, it'll be totally different. Some people just love going solo and going running. And for you, I, it seems like being part of a community is, and being instructed is probably important to you. Very much so. And that probably builds in somewhere within your, your self-confidence. Because you're probably doubting yourself when you're doing these exercises. And oh, yeah. I, I, it's a constant doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's going to get better over time. Um, so as you make your way up through a beginner class and into an intermediate, that self-doubt started to drip away a bit along, uh, alongside your physical base, which is going to keep building up. Um, so if we're back to kind of what I'd be doing on a cons- consultation with you, um, I, we would be looking now online and we'd be finding some in your local area, finding some classes that you can join, some communities that you can join, Facebook groups, groups on Twitter, um, Twitter accounts that you can follow to help you go through this process um interesting because, okay because there's millions of people going through the same thing as you are especially in northern america and in europe right you, know? you you can say it americans are a bunch of we're we're, we're like the fattest we, country in the world you but... would be you would be surprised that uk is kind of catching up to you when that like, oh really you're kind. catching up to us okay good yeah that those yeah. the fish and chips man i don't know how that, that that's all that's all i know about about english uh there's a lot of pies oh yeah, yeah. Pies, who doesn't like pies, pies yeah so like meat pies that's a big thing in the uk oh that's um, a lot better i hate i hate i had i used oh, to have yeah. a joke about american i don't like pie because there's fruit in it i don't like fruit oh um, no it's like chicken like you know like a chicken pot pie with that kind of thing oh good oh my good okay i'll be, yeah. I'll, be I'll be over there soon yeah, and we eat, we eat a ton of Indian food as well. Like Indian food's probably the number one food in the UK. Let's oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so we eat a ton of curries. So they are uh, okay. calorie dense, buttery bits of goodness that you can enjoy. You should enjoy. Oh yeah, they, have you the puffy bread they have? I think it's called. Oh pork. yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's... I love that stuff. I love a garlic naan bread as well. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> if we were in your office, we'd be like, all right, let's screw this. Let's go to the Indian place. <laughs> yeah so that that's that's kind of so we you know on the basic level in the first class we're not trying to uh, the first session we're not trying to overload you we're trying to get an understanding of where you are um i'm taking all this information down and then i'd come back to you probably a week later with with some kind of plan of things that we're going to go through okay and and would um would i leave with any like sort of homework or anything or like or just yeah absolutely so the the, the classes that we'd go through, I'd get you to enroll in a class to start with. Um, I'd get you to, we talked about the cooking. I'd, I'd want to get you on a cook, some kind of cooking course or some kind of free cooking thing on, on YouTube to follow. And um, that's the first thing we go through. But the, the kind of more important thing is I'd, I'd want to find out and this is a little bit deeper, so I don't know if you want to go over it for yourself. I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do whatever you okay. say. I, 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 would... I, there's thousands of hours of me being <laughs> inebriated on the internet, so I'm not afraid. I'll share whatever you want to. Yeah, know. yeah, I've seen some of them. So I'm sure you. Have, my mom has too. <laughs> so where where I'd go is like what what has caught what I'd want to dig at is kind of what has caused the the weight gain um, to a point where you're unhappy. So I mean. Do you binge eat? Do you everything? I mean, I I I don't uh, I don't purge. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. I um, it's been a, a struggle my entire life. I've mm-hmm. always uh, had issues with self confidence, mm-hmm. with uh, with like in social situations mm-hmm. and and I uh, food. I'm not much of a drinker. Um, I, I I you like you said there were there were, for eight years part of my job was to 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 get high but I didn't really um, as much as I enjoyed it it's not really something if you told me I could never smoke weed again I I I wouldn't be that upset I honestly I I haven't d- uh, done it in probably two months just because I know oh, wow. that I I I know that uh, and. Uh, 
people think I'm blaming it for 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 me gaining weight. The, there's plenty of people who smoke weed and don't gain 200 pounds. Um, but I. I have very little uh, willpower when it comes to food. Food is my vice, and mm-hmm. and and uh, the edibles just make that just amplify that. So, I, I I when I was when I was getting high a lot, I would eat everything and anything, um, as much as I could, and then on a normal basis when I'm not stoned, yeah, food is my my crutch. Food is when I'm happy, mm-hmm. when I'm sad, when mm-hmm. I travel. When I'm bored, um, I love I love getting snacks. I like I like the whole process of figuring out where I'm gonna eat, what I'm gonna eat. I love I used to love uh, like laying in bed with snacks and watching TV or movies. Um, a lot a lot of my romantic relationships have like centered around going out to eat and and and, ha- and eating and and. Uh, I like yeah when I'm like I just said when I'm when when I'm down I would try to 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 make it better I'd be like okay I guess I'll go get something to eat and I'll feel better for a few minutes um but yeah food is food is my my big vice it's it's definitely uh it's my alcohol my my uh drug it's yeah it's it's a big part of my life okay and you mentioned like when you're happy when you're sad that is that a time where you probably eat more than you should, would you say? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got to the point, it was weird. Um, I've, I never felt, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I, I never felt, like, well-liked. Like, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, uh, like, a, a total outcast, but I only had, like, a couple really good friends. So, like, I found myself... I remember I was like six, five or six, and I was at day camp, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a counselor, I asked him what he was doing after the end of the day, and he was like a high school kid. He said, oh, I'm probably going to go home and have some chips and watch some TV. So I ran home and I did that. And then I remember in high school, there was this kid who was like six, four, six, five, like a, like a foot taller than me, and he ate two sandwiches. So I was like, okay, I have to eat two sandwiches. Um, so... I, it got to the point where I was definitely eating a lot more than I should. I was never a big breakfast person. Mm-hmm. Um, I like breakfast food, but I just, um, it would mostly be lunch and I would st- probably eat m- more, but then my, my big thing, and I've, I've been able to not do it that much at all really for the last six months when I've been on the diet, but mm-hmm. my big thing is I love at night getting a whole bunch of food, pizza, wings, going to McDonald's and, and getting so at McDonald's, like at fast food which is like for, for my time in California, I ate fast food almost every day. Um and it would be a meal with a like whatever like a like a big like I'll just give you an example. So like if I went to McDonald's, it'd be a Big Mac with a large fry and a, a Diet Coke, so I wouldn't uh, I was trying to be careful. Um but uh, a large fry, and then I'd get two small sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then it, like it, every time I'd I would gain, I would uh, slide. So it would be the, the sandwich, a big sandwich, a large fry, and two small sandwiches. But then towards the end, like I would add, start adding like some nuggets to it. And then after that, I would definitely go. I used to have a thing, like I would do stand, I would do open mic comedy at this place. And I would go a lot of times, even if I was down, because it was in the same strip mall as a 7-Eleven. And I would get uh, one or two chocolate things and one gummy thing. So I'd usually, my favorite things were Reese's Sticks. And they come in packs of four. And so I'd get two of those and like a, uh, a Swedish fish. And I would just destroy it. And, and I would, uh, yeah, the problem with that stuff is like I would feel full sometimes, but... It, it's not really like um it's not, not shit yeah. and it doesn't last a long time that right. feeling of being full yeah. that's the word i'm looking for so yeah so i would yeah nighttime is when i would all eat okay. like when i was do diets before that failed i would be good for breakfast and lunch and then mm-hmm. nighttime is where I'd, I'd mess up well this is this is where the intermittent fasting this is probably why it's working for you i would right. guess you're cutting out these 
binging episodes at night, which is, as you probably know, the worst time to eat. Any nutritionist or uh, any physiologist would tell you eating at night is not what we're supposed to be doing. Um, right. So all, all sort of around our circadian, circadian rhythms. Um, when we eat at night, we are more likely to get to store any excess energy as fat than we are if, than if we do it during the day. Um, oh, okay. So, so it's kind of a, a self-fulfilling circle that right. you, you're eating at night because you're going through these stressful events, you're gaining more weight, you feel more stressful, you eat at night more and it carries on. So I think the intermittent fasting route is probably a good route for you to go down and probably why it's working so well at the moment is because you're cutting out that opportunity. The opportunity is still there, but what you're going to probably find over time is as you go through this longer and longer, you're building up the ability to say no, or at least giving yourself that power to say no. And I thought a little bit before we came on about, I know Joey's stopped smoking now, which, which I was stunned at when I saw it. I know, it's crazy. There must be certain farms in California getting really worried right now. But um, <laughs> but when I saw it, I, what I thought to myself is he's gone through these changing his life where he's gone from being an addict to now he's in a place where he doesn't need, he need to cover any of his feelings anymore. Um, he's up. He knows who he is. He's happy. He's got his kid, his wife. He's back to probably where he feels he belongs, about the location-wise. Location right. So, so he's got the ability now to say no, and he's using it. It's like a power that you're going to get. And it's going to come over time. It's going to build up and build up and build up. So you're going to have the ability to, to think to yourself, that little stop signal comes in your head and think, why am I, why am I doing this? I don't need to do it. This, right. could be, this could be anything. This can be food. This, this can be drugs, alcohol, whatever people do. And this is something that you're going to gain over time. Um, and as you go through this process and you lose weight, I think especially if you can start to build up a bit more of a physical base, I think the less and less you're going to be want to harm your pro- the progress you're making. So you're just going to you're going to continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's about building those stepping stones up, finding yourself in a position where that if you're stressed out, you're going to be wanting to do something else other than eat which again, when you eat, when you're stressed, you're more likely to gain the excess calories. It's fat again. It's a horrible little cycle that goes through during the, during stress. And this is all due to certain chemicals that your brain really, your brain and your body releases under stress. Um, so these things are going to go down over time as you build up your physical base um, and also kind of your confidence, you are going to reduce the effect of stress. So when something stressful happens, it'll have less of an effect on you than it did before. It'll be less deep and be less meaningful, depending on what the stress is. So something that would really tip you off before, maybe a comment from somebody, maybe, you know, maybe you, you see David Goggins absolutely ripped running up that hill and you think, what am I doing? Like, I'm never going to catch this guy. Right, yeah. That's, that's going to change. And those people are going to start to look a little bit um, with more within reach as you go through the process. Um, so, yeah, I, I, from what I can see, you you're aware of the things that are causing you to cause you to gain weight, and you're also aware of the things that are causing you to to lose it now, um, which is awesome because a lot of people can't can't see the wood for the trees when they're going through a process like this. Right. I like I like that you're going through a diet that's structured and planned. Um, my only concern would be, is eating one meal a day for the rest of your life sustainable? Probably not. Right. Oh, absolutely. No, that you're not yeah. wrong. At, you're not wrong at all. And the the reason uh, my brother is a, a, a like a nutrition and, and mm-hmm. uh, training expert, and mm-hmm. and the reason I know I know some people think that there's a lot of uh, benefits to fasting, and that there probably are. Yeah. The, only, the reason why I'm doing this right now is exactly what you said earlier, that I just, for whatever reason, by doing it this way, I um, I don't feel like I'm really holding myself. I still get to eat kind of what I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. But there's there have been days where I've had to eat uh, earlier in the day and, and I just have smaller meals at night. 
uh, especially if I start dieting, I'm not dieting, dating, and um, yeah, absolutely, and doing more work. That there is gonna be, it's not, it is gonna be hard to not eat uh, multiple times a day. So absolutely, I, you're absolutely right. And I'm, would you recommend? Now, I mean, I'm, I, I still have probably about a hundred pounds that I'd like to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, would you recommend me maybe switching to like? A, lo- a window and maybe trying to do two meals a day as opposed to the one bigger one or or what do you think about that with a lot of these diets a lot of um especially intermittent fasting diets the science kind of shows that you should have a break period um at some point where you go back to a normalish schedule for a couple of weeks um and what what's been shown is if you do have these break periods and then go back, it get, you get even more benefit when you actually go back to it. So okay. Give, you, give yourself a break sometimes, even if it's a day or two. Um, I'm not saying you should, you know, start throwing the Reese's down again or anything. No, like no, that. I, I, I would. I, if you told me that, I would, I would give you, I would come out to Canada and give you a hug and a kiss. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, I know I, I mean, can't do look, that. Yeah, I mean. Don't start chucking them down. But if you want to reward yourself every so often because you, you're doing well and you want to have something desirable to you, have it. Like as long as you as long as you're keeping it in moderate moderation, um, there's nothing wrong with rewarding yourself um every so often. Okay. Um what I would say is yeah, if if you're gonna be going dating again, and I hope you are soon, if you're me going too. On, yeah, me yeah, too. If you're going on a date with a girl and she's got a steak in front of you and you're you've just got a, a glass of water, it's going to be weird for you and her. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Yeah. That, yeah. So give yourself the flexibility when you've got these kind of events to go through it, but just be mindful that maybe the next day, if you if you do eat a little bit more the day before, you're going to work out a little harder the next day. I'm not saying right. you have to go crazy and run up a mountain, but you know you're maybe going to have to do an extra ten minutes, and then right. that way you're balancing it out. Um. So yeah, don't don't beat yourself up if you slip for a day or two, but just get back on it again. Don't feel like it's hopeless and you lost all your pro- progress. Get back on it again. Get in that mindset where you know you're eating properly, you're eating healthily, um, and it's a slow, steady process. And that's where you're going to get not only to your goal eventually. You're more likely to get to your goal by going slow and steady, but you're also it's going to be a lasting change. Right. Okay. No, that's uh, that's very smart. And uh, Alex, uh, you were very generous with your time. If you, if, if trust me, if, if, we'll talk after this. If you, if I owe you anything, <laughs> that was I, I'll demo no. you right now. That was uh, <laughs> very helpful. Um, do you? If there's someone out there who's watching or listening who uh, wants to work with you, do you work with people outside of Canada or does it yeah, have to be Canadians? Absolutely. The, the joy okay. of Zoom and team and teams and everything, absolutely, I can do. So um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I just set up a new Instagram account. It's uh, mindcoachalexander. My, any any underscores or anything like that no, or all one no, word? All one word, mindcoachalexander, all one word. Or you can get me on. Uh, you can send me an email at ahr mindcoach at gmail.com so ahr mindcoach yeah at gmail.com at gmail.com yes yeah and absolutely i work with people in america and here in canada and and in the uk as well the joy of zoom and teams um, right awesome well alex uh that was amazing uh you're very talented at what you do and i I can't tell (laughs) you enough how much i appreciate your time yeah thank you so much for coming on no problem. Um, if you need to reach out for anything and need any help along, just reach out to me and let me know. Thank you very much to Alex for coming on the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the uh, this episode as much as I did. Again, if you want to reach out to Alex, his Instagram is mindcoachalexander, and his email is A as in Apple, H as in Harry, R as in Rabbit, see I remembered, A-H-R, mindcoach at gmail.com. That was great. That um, I know he he said a couple times. Oh, I don't know if you if you want to say I. I'm an open book at this point. Uh, there's nothing that uh, you can't find out there in the millions uh, or not millions, but thousands of hours of me being uh, stoned out of my mind on the internet. For everyone who uh, is new to the waistline or waistline people, if you're new to this YouTube channel, welcome. I uh, just put out last week a video I made called Omad Cooking with Lee. 
I just filmed myself cooking one of my dinners on my Instagram stories, and I loved it. So I'm going to start doing a lot more of that. Um, there's going to be a lot of content on this YouTube page. As far as the audio podcast, they're both you're listening right now. But if you are, if you're heading back to work, right? If you're heading back to work and you can't watch as much as you used to, that's fine. Congratulations for having a job. Uh, the What Was I Thinking podcast and the Wasteline podcast can be found wherever you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, everywhere you listen, it's there for you. Um, and I really genuinely appreciate all of the love and support. I want to thank Manscaped.com for the support. Don't forget, you get 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com using code SYAT, S-Y-A-T-T. It's about to be Father's Day, and don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. <laughs> so this year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. Thank you for watching and listening, and I will be back next week with a separate episode for each podcast, the What Was I Thinking and the Wasteland podcast. But for the first ever combo swap cast with myself you didn't think that was possible but it is uh i want to say thank you so much again i really hope you enjoyed it please let me know please let alex know if you liked it as much as i did thank you and have a great week i love you and i'll see you soon